This is a HeadGum Podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you would be talking about drag, waiting Ooh. for right now. Sorry, we're uh, we're trying out some new theme songs. Uh, as you can tell, I'm trying something like really Bjorky, really <laughs> different, which is why I'm not hitting the notes. That's an on purpose thing. And you're listening to <laughs> Drag Her, the one and only RuPaul's Recap Drag Race Podcast Pod Drag. Um, cast for all the people in this great universe. I'm Mono Gapian, and I am unfortunately joined by the rotted dumpster of a cunt, my sister, Oscar Montoya. Hi, what nice words you have for me. Oh, it's so good to be a guest on a podcast and have such sweet, nice things being said about you. It, it really is such an honor and a pleasure to be here. And you I know, just, I, as my yes. sister, I love you. I adore you. I think you're incredibly talented. And you Thank have a lot of potential. You, you have a lot of gifts Thank to give you. to the world, you know? Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, that means a lot. I mean, that means a lot. I mean, coming from someone who has no idea what their own potential is, it, it means a lot that you can see that in me. It means mm-hmm. a lot. I'm hearing that. I'm hearing all of this that you have to say, all this venom that you have to say. And I recognize that it comes from a place of insecurity. I recognize that. And, right, right. and, and I'm, a, I'm now I'm at peace with it. You know? Uh-huh. And I'm at, at peace, peace with you being absolutely ugly as hell. Yeah, <laughs> he said you feel like you're at peace to with quote me. Latrice. Oh, no. I, no, I'm Fifi <laughs> on the fucking. Drag I mean, the vote challenge. I mean, on drag the vote. Talk about just in life, okay? That was that was a really rough moment. Um, it's kind of like your vagina. Um, <laughs> okay, what are the top three roughest moments in Drag Race? Ooh, Street? I love this question. This is a great way to kick it off. Um, I would say the ganja stand up. Mm-hmm. You know what? No. Pheromones roast is rougher <gasps> than Laganja stand up. Pheromones roast is uh, don't you got don't you have to have talent to judge it? Oh, <laughs> that so that's mine. And then, now you go. Now you. Oh my god! <laughs> You're so right because it is so cringy and like also kind of un like just forgettable, which makes Horrible. it even worse. The oh ganjas is better than that by it for sure. Mm-hmm. It is cringy. Okay, now you now you okay, say one. One of What's... the one of the biggest cringe moments uh is Mrs. Kasha Davis hosting the Despy Awards. Oh, <laughs> and just that soundbite right. of her fucking up. Welcome to the de- to the Despy Awards. It's like <laughs> Why oof. is it? Cuz we've all been there and it's just like, oh, Mrs. Kasha also Mrs. Kasha Davis is such a mood. That for her to fuck up that way is just like, ooh, cringe. Cringe I city. I know. It, that was a cringe moment. And it's so funny, just like that millisecond. You'll never get that millisecond back. And somehow mm-hmm. that was the game changer. Like, that oh, yeah. was it. And the editors were were very much like, 
praying to their gods that that worked out for them. Oh, yeah. They're like, ooh, storyline, bitch. Here we go. They this were like we wolves that, fa- that just found a corpse. They were like, <laughs> they were so pumped. Um, let's say another cringy moment, I will say, is Chanel eliminating herself. Oof, but yes. I, I think that might not even. No, no, I'm going to take that back. Because there's a cringe to me, the a cringier moment in season one is when Jade thinks that the Oprah challenge is about painting like Oprah. <laughs> and then her sisters have to go, honey, you don't that's not what the challenge is. And she's like, You're she's right. completely shocked that it's not about looking like Oprah. That was that was rough. That was that was really rough. I mean, just so we each have one, I think I want you to do one more too. Just so we each okay. have two. You know what? Here's what I'll say: I, the, a cringe moment, and that's not to fault any of the queens, and it's more like just society at large. Mm-hmm. Is every time a big girl is on the show it, mm-hmm. for in a sketch in Snatch Game, if they have to portray a big girl, why they gotta always have food on them? They gotta be eating all the yes. time. Yes. Yes, like Stacy Lane. It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Adele, yeah. like when Ginger Minj uh-huh. did Adele. It's just like that's real. Really? Course, that's Latrice, how you convey Latrice. that you're a bigger person? Like yeah. it's, it's just so and I mean it's just a product of like what happens in literally all media. But it was just like, girls, we don't we don't gotta be doing that. We don't gotta yeah. be doing that. You know, that don't is be tired. eating to show us that you're big. Like, don't. It's pretty goofy. I it's pretty mm-hmm. goofy and and boring. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. An honorable mention goes to Roxy Andrews' rap in "Red You Wrote You." Honorable Actually, mention. I but disagree. Disagree. Okay. Okay. Because okay, disagree. Disagree. I know. Okay. Talk to me. Talk to me. Because okay. Look. I, I know what you're gonna say, and I actually agree because it weirdly became canon. Yes, you're right. I mean, yes, I do agree with you to a certain extent, but I also do think that the outcome of it sort of became iconic. We're all yeah. quoting it, bitch. We quote it on a daily. You know what I mean? I, so I think I could. Yeah, is that really cringe? Thing. Is that really yeah. cringe? I don't know if it is. No, it's not. Let it's the not. listeners decide. Let the listeners it's decide. It's not. God, I and could let do us this know. all day. Also, let us know. See, I'm doing your job for you. This is embarrassing on your <laughs> Like, you are a terrible host. <laughs> listeners, if, you. if you are let us know host. any cringe moments in <laughs> Drag Race, hit us up. Tag me and Mono. <laughs> and literally anybody who's in charge to sort of just like see if. I, I this don't little know, queen is really coming fire. for my gig. <laughs> this queen is really coming for my literally, gig right now. Literally. literally. <laughs> Listen, Coco Montrese. I know you're really ready. I know you're very ready to snatch the crown. But you know what? You see that picture? I got that moment right there. I got that moment right there. But who's in the picture? Oscar Montoya. <laughs> Oh, bitch. Okay. Oh my well, let's God. dig into this episode. I love episode. you, stupid bitch. I love you, too. I hate how much I love you. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. terrible. It's, it's, I'm, but I now I truly understand what abusive relationships are built on. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So let's dig into episode five. This is an yes. incredible episode I mean, of Drag did you Race gag? Thailand. But I did. did you gag, though? 
I did. And once again, I know you've been saying this. It just made me like that much more uh, upset that we're mm-hmm. not talking about this as much as other seasons I of mean, Drag Race. I mean, why is that? Why are we not just like constantly referencing Drag yeah. Race Thailand season two as like the pinnacle of reality TV? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I honestly know why. It's just like, and this is, it. you know, you can say it's racist, which it probably is. But mm. another more simple, and unfortunately, it's almost, it's, it's actually more ignorant than racist, mm. which is a kind of racism. But it's just ignorant because people don't want to read and watch TV. I people know. Don't, I know. That's it. That's it. I know. Like, I think that's what people thing. had. I mean, you haven't covered this in the podcast yet, but that's what a lot of people's issues were, was with... Um, Drag Race Holland of like, Mm. oh, having to read and stuff. But to me, here's the thing. Drag Race Holland was not great. I'm going to say right now. There were some really great queens. But overall, just not as good as the franchise. I mean, you know, where's the lie? Honestly, show me. Well, did you enjoy it more than Canada? No, I loved Canada. Are you kidding me? Okay, okay. I See, love I Drag Race Canada. Did you I not like not Canada? I have not finished Holland. I I liked Canada, but I think I liked Canada, but there were just moments for me where I was like, I'm not living, and I I, I don't yes. know why. There there, there was a moments. lot of crunchy ass moments in the show, and yes, we uh, don't have RuPaul, and I, I do think that RuPaul does offer a sort of like magic. That uh, the three judges just didn't have. No shade to any of the judges because I do, you know, say what you will about Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. I do like him. I do think I he's like great. them all. I like them all. I think they I think just made so their good. roles weren't solidified. And, 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 you know, they were, this is the first time in the franchise where like you didn't have RuPaul. So a lot of people were thrown. So I think there's a lot of negative energy misdirected at mm-hmm. Jeffrey Boyer Chapman because RuPaul isn't there. Um, yeah. But I do think, looking back, I dare you to look back at Canada and not gag at sorry, not sorry, which is literally my Bible. I watch that mm-hmm. video on a daily basis. Shout out to Boa. Boa's verse is by far the best. Also, Kiara's verse. Oh, Fucking yeah. can get it. That's um, real. That's for real. But I do, but I, despite the crunchiness of Canada, I do think that there is legitimately stars in that cast oh yeah the talent is there i I mean you see it in the lip syncs you see it Mm. in a lot of the the comedy challenges yeah there was just there's just tiny moments of disconnect especially with the runway but um you know know. and and here's what i'll say too and actually this this connects with um this episode of drag Mm -hmm. race thailand that the parts that are weak in the international um, Drag Race franchise is the sketches, the video sketches. Mm. You know what I mean? They sort of miss the mark just because as an American, as a stupid, dumb, ignorant American, I don't yeah. really get a lot of the references. And to mm. me, it just isn't like funny to me. I don't know. Yeah, what do you wait, think wait, about wait, Oh, yeah. You, you mean w- w- the sketches, period? Or you mean the sketches in this episode of Drag Race Thailand? Both. Both. Just like I mean, those yeah. like forced parody videos that they make them do i I don't think they even work in the u.s drag race really because they're they rarely do sometimes they can edit together something that works well i mean there Mm -hmm. there there have been exceptions but you're right they're they're pretty clunky and unfortunately we are really picky because we've done a lot of improv and sketch oh i know wow how interesting you're talking about that again I know, but but let's let's go ahead and jump in because take this a shot perfectly. every time Mono references his quote unquote comedic training. Ooh, 
<laughs> I mean, I I would I would say you have comedic training, but I think uh, you're you're Finish obedient. It, your obedience, sentence, your obedience training is really what you should be applauded for. Damn. Because she really came for me, huh? The fact that this dog mm-hmm. can walk on two legs is bravo. <laughs> bravo. <laughs> Gutted. Gutted. Rotted. Rotted. Um, so, okay, so they do this really funny, strange improv-ish challenge where these uh, oh I guess gosh. I just, this worked to me. Okay, I, it, it kind of worked, but they <laughs> what they need better improvisers there because guess what? These gorgeous, stunning like, that's men why I loved it. are that's not why good I loved scene it. partners. <laughs> I know, so. Didn't one of the que- uh, Gimhui was like, listen, they were so unhelpful. They kept saying no to me <sighs> to all of right. my offers. And it's like right. that's rule 101. As Mono can tell you, because he's a trained comedic actor mm. always say yes and you know what i mean like yes that's... i learned that from jackie cox because <laughs> the first rule of improv is ah! yes and <laughs> <laughs> my god so they have this weird setup where they're coming into a hotel and these beautiful hot men are playing presumably mm-hmm. people who work at the hotel you know they what? get to unclear. pick their own character <laughs> you know it's what clear <laughs> super unclear it's so unclear. I mean, I you, did, you don't. You, we know the where in the scene, but we don't know who the fuck you are, sir, or what yeah. the fuck is happening. You know what I it mean? It is wild. So, okay, <laughs> Tormai is the first one seen, and she says, mm-hmm. "I'm coming in as a hooker," and mm-hmm. um, you know, she gets whatever. She's they're trying to kick her out because they're saying yeah. you're a woman of the night, and um, this the, she gets the biggest gag because she then has a, re- a, a character reveal planned yeah. when she pretends to be a dad who needs to go pick up their kid. Yeah. <laughs> Which Pretty I'm, funny. you know, I'm struggling and sort of like trying to follow the lily pad to get to that point A to that point Q. Mm-hmm. But it was still funny as hell and it got the biggest laugh from everybody. It's a great button. It's a, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, if nothing else, be like, well, this button will hit. So let's- Exactly, yeah. Because I don't think she was particularly like good. No. But the button no. really saved it. The button really. Totally. I mean, gave her the win. Spoiler alert. Sorry. And speaking of cringe, Gimwai comes in next and she is a bigger queen who wants food and has food in her purse. Oh my God. I forgot about that. See? Damn. There you go. Damn. There you it, go. I, it simply cannot be helped, I guess. It can't be helped. It, it, it's just a, it's a panic choice. You know, you're like, ah, I'll make fun of myself. But also, it's fucked up that they gave the bigger girl that prompt. Because those prompts were chosen for the queen. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't know that. I thought they chose, they got to choose their own character. No, because no, at the beginning they were like, we chose you, we chose the scenario oh, for you girl. and you have to deliver. And that's why they got into like that specific hair and makeup, you know? And, I... for, and for me, it is just like, okay, ha ha ha, very funny, but like, really? And I just wish Game Hui, I mean, if I were Game Hui, I would probably do the same because it is like, you are pandering to the, judges who are already looking at you in a very specific way. So I don't Mm -hmm. know what I would have done to make that actually funny. Also, that's not funny. Someone who's rich and hungry, like, I don't know what to do with that. That's not hungry. Uh, (laughs) That's uh, that's really not hungry, if you ask me. (laughs) I guess, no, but really it's like, uh, that's not, 
I'm trying to think what's funny about that. Is it funny if she's like, there's, it's just, it's so hard to make funny. It's, it's just like, really, it's, it's, it's apples and oranges. It's like a, what, those two don't really connect at all to me. No, it's weird. It's boring. It's lame. And it's just yeah. like, maybe I hate, I hate it because everything I'm, I'm even trying to pitch on this, like, is also based in like, you know, shitty diet culture and mm. um, body shaming. So I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, I'm not. So obsessed don't do with, it, girl. Don't do I'm not it. Not going to go there. I'm going to go right mm-hmm. to Srimala, who's playing again, a very open <laughs> woman of the night. A very open. I don't know if she is a sex worker. But that wasn't the prompt, though. The gag is that that wasn't the prompt. The prompt was-, was she was the she was the wife of the rival hotel manager. <laughs> and she just made I, it sexual, I guess. I got which is none another. of that. <laughs> I got none of that. I got she wants cards. She wants cards. <laughs> At some point, she wanted cards, and I was like, okay, all right, great, oh awesome. Oh my gosh! Stream but she's love, a treat. She's fun. She's such a treat. She's good at even when she's failing. I'm just generally biased. I like. I I cannot say a bad thing about Streamala. I know because I, I know. just love her so much. She's a joy. I do think the judges are a little on. They just love her so much and unfairly. I know. Uh, Yes, very much so. Because then Kana is next. Mm -hmm. And Kana comes in as. (laughs) When she says, oh, I'm coming in as a guest and there's going to be lots of shitting and farting. (laughs) I got nervous. I got nervous. And then she has to shit. She (laughs) needs to shit. She then shits in the lobby. And there's sort of a gag where she falls in her own shit. <laughs> but did you not laugh though? I thought it was great. I thought I mean this I one, loved I loved it, and I was like, oh, this is gonna win. I mean, in general, in this episode, they are really sleeping on Kana in a way that is actually frustrating. Mm. It's mm. really annoying. It's more really annoying because she more, more on, on that. that, more to come. Mm-hmm. Anjali is late because the village dog died. <laughs> Um, Which is funny. (laughs) Which is patently funny. It is funny. Funny. But then you see her panicking throughout. Like she got a nice little dig in there. She got a nice little barb in there. And then you see her sort of like fall apart. And then do what a lot of like amateur improvisers do, which is get angry for no reason and then walk out of the scene. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Just a shutdown with emotion. Mm -hmm. Do we both love this because we come from some village ass origins? Like we Probably. both come from village people, truly. Yes. And I'm not talking about homos. I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are talking about that, too. But we that literally too. do come from villages. Village people. Google it, bitch. Google Google it. <laughs> I love it. I do love that. Like any village specifics are fucking I love it. Funny. I love it. it resonates for me. It, I get it. It's hard. I'm gonna. Uh, I we don't have time for this, but we'll to later. We'll talk villages. <laughs> okay, here, here's the story in a sentence. When I went to go visit my grandfather's uh, village in Greece, it, the the name of the island is Holes. The literal name of the Excuse island. Excuse me. Is Thripes, which means holes. Damn, you were born to be gay. <laughs> I mean, and they these motherfuckers have a village phone that is just a phone on a pole. Someone answers it, and then they start yelling, Stavrula! Stavrula! Like, and they just are just yelling, like, come get the phone. And, like, that's the system. And you know what? That's quaint village life. That's the norm, you know? For example, me, 
my in my like I didn't have any paved roads and my house faced a landfill and that was my playground. I would play with <laughs> and I kid you not vulture carcasses and I would have a true <laughs> gag every single day. Come on, Colombia. <laughs> I love so that. So we know about village life. We okay? know, honey. So Mocha was just mean. This is another improv I mean, fail. It's it's so common and it's just like, tell, no. You could tell Mocha was a shitty improviser from Jump. You could yeah. tell. She was mean, 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 mean. And she really... And um, unfunny. Yeah, not funny. Okay, let's talk about Jeannie. Jeannie is a klepto uh, who's like a house, a housekeeping klepto. Jeannie who did not bother to change into a different outfit. <laughs> was like, you know what? I'm going to wear this vest and this Mickey Mouse shirt, you know? True. <laughs> and I'm just going to work on my face. That's all I'm going to do. That <laughs> is was funny. very funny. It was very funny. And I did enjoy the pearls uh, laying in her hair. I was like, okay, she gave you storyline. She gave you storyline. She gave it to us. Uh, Maya is a is a foreigner who's coming mm-hmm. to this American hotel. Yes. Yes. OK, that's interesting. I mean, here's the thing. It sort of worked because she got him on his slip up. She called out mm-hmm. the obvious because he was like. He wasn't listening to her and named the hotel something that it was not. Yeah. And instead of just glossing over, she was like, wait a second, do you know where you are? And that got a big laugh. So I applaud Maya for really being present and being on top of her game and calling out the unusual, you know? That is I hate to give you an improv lesson, but like that's how it's done. But it's very meta. And, you know, look, meta jokes work, especially when they're one and done, you know? Mm, Exactly. And then you keep it moving. And keep it, keep it pushing, honey. Mm. Bandit? Okay. Bandit looks awesome. The Bandit, winner of the challenge, in I my agree. opinion. Bandit is a wet ghost, and her <laughs> partner... <laughs> her partner's not talking to her. And actually, before Yes And, the first rule of improv <laughs> is talk to your partner. <laughs> you have to what talk to What an asshole them. move to be like... <laughs> Not engaging with a ghost to get to the point of like, oh, this person's a ghost. Great. I'm just going to pretend it's not there. Horrible. <laughs> and then Bandit was like, OK, fine. I'm just going to make it work. And she made it work. She made it work. But my God, this is, I, I was bummed at how hard she had to work because she she looked just perfectly incredible. She was so really good. deep in character. So good. I'm so mad that she didn't win the challenge because she really deserved that win. I know. It's, it's, look, it's all, there's a lot, there's, I, just like Jeannie said last week, which she was awesome when she came on, she was Mm -hmm. like, you are really going to start to see the production Mm -hmm. putting their hands on everything. And I'm already seeing it. I mean, we, we saw it today, bitch. We saw it today. We sure did. Mm -hmm. Next is Vonda, who's playing a granny who yells about people, you know, (laughs) granny stuff and people having shoes on inside. Okay. I mean, it was okay, but the funniest, there was a funny moment where she kept laughing (laughs) after some, Mm -hmm. after a comment. Like, he'd be like, what are you doing? And her response would be like, it was really funny. (laughs) It was really funny. Truly. Vonda's funny. I mean, yeah, she's pretty funny. And in amongst this group where everyone's doing okay, Tormai and Vonda win and they get to become team captains mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because there's mm-hmm. a lot of drama happening. The, the drama's really happening now between the international girls and the Thai girls. Yes, I know. There's a, like a rift there. I know. Kana has lip sync twice. And we see that in the, in exactly, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we see that especially in the casting of this. Is that what you're going to say? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Like the people who pick who's on their team, like we see that like, oh, it's very I mean, they even say it. It's the Thai team and the international team. They even say it on the judges panel, which I was like, girl, I don't know. I don't know about that because I mean, the producers were like, hey, listen, we're not going to pretend this is a stunt. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. And you know what? I ate it up. I ate it up. Look, I mean, that's just like any Olympian after they they, they stick the landing. They say, mm-hmm. that was a stunt. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, because that's what they do always. They always say that was a stunt after Look, they pull the stunt. I've seen videos of Carrie Strug after she lands on her, her little hurt ankle. And she <laughs> says, she says, when if you roll back the tapes, she looks into the camera dead on and says, props to your mama. <laughs> the bitch found the camera? <laughs> She scanned the entire stadium, looked at the one camera, because, you know, there was only one camera recording the whole thing, and said, props to your mama. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Roll back the tape. Roll back the tape. So so the maxi challenge is the Haunted Dolls, which I guess is also a real TV show. Is it a real TV show? Girl. Blink, blink, blink. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. But- (laughs) They have this. I love that they have two teams and they are they're doing the same script. Yes. They're both doing the same script, which is scary. I would be scared. I'd be like, oh, fuck, there's no room for. I mean, there is an added pressure of like taking those words and then like changing them Mm -hmm. to make Mm -hmm. it funnier against the other team. Like, I'd be nervous. Yeah, it is. It is weird and especially weird because later they're like, no, don't change it too much now. Don't change it too much now. I know, they, well, that, yeah, there was a little drama there. But they had to translate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That like that in itself is so challenging. It feels like it was a trap. It was like, a trap. I'm fully, listen, I'm fully bilingual. I speak English and Spanish. Mm-hmm. And every time I translate, so I always, I get so stressed out every time I have to translate something. Because I'm like, ooh, I mean, changing one language to another, it's not going to be a 100% carbon copy. Totally. But it's stressful. It's very, very, very stressful. It's stressful. And, you know, comedy is so different in in different languages. Mm -hmm. And I mean, truly, there are things that are for real, no pun intended, lost in translation. Truly, truly. Okay, so here's a fun example. So in Greek, you can say, nah. Like Mm -hmm. you you can give someone the hand and you say, nah. And what that literally translates to is, Shit in your face, Excuse and me? may shit in your face. Wait, come and again. <laughs> I'm not even done. Say it one more time. Rule of threes, bitch. Come on, you do comedy. <laughs> shit <laughs> in your face. Oh, and, oh wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! Shit in your face, and may the closest water to clean it off with be in Constantinople. All that from nah, nah. Now, obviously, it's a colloquialism and, you know, it's sort of evolved over time to be understood culturally to what Mm -hmm. that means. But that's something you can say in Greek. And it's like, whoa, I'm getting an image. Whereas you can't translate that into a a script. Like, what's the equivalent of that in English? I guess it would be like talk to the hand or. But that's too long. I'm tired. When I get to hand, I'm, I'm exhausted. I guess like. Like girl by or like it's um, not as fun. It's not see, as fun. You know there what I mean? There is no translation. Yeah, you're no right. No translation. Not gonna work. Um, but so they're Look at translating. This. I'm I'm learning today. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, today she's learning. Okay, I, can, I gotta put Wait, on my is freaking there a gadget. Fun, 
Is there something fun in Spanish that's like, this is so funny in Spanish and it's not the same in English? Yes, I mean, there's but I can't million. think of anything right now. So y'all okay, do your research. I'm not getting paid to teach y'all. So no, she's not. She's not our <laughs> educator. Are you excited about Drag Race Spain? I am. I am a little bit. Um, well, Spain is like, I mean, because I'm South American, you know. Right. Latinx. And Spain is very much like. But we get a franchise where we will have Spanish speaking. But I'm, exci- I'm excited. You know, I was very excited about the Switch. It was very, you know, very, very different from Drag Race. It's the Chilean version of Drag Race, like loosely mm-hmm. version of Drag Race. But I was very excited about that because I got to see like South American drag and how different it was to American yeah. drag. But I'm, did they release a, like, um, Meet the Queens of? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. They haven't announced anything other than the show announcement. Yes. They just said it's coming. We'll yeah. see when that comes. I'm yeah. excited. It but you know what? I'm, I'm waiting for Drag Race Australia. Why hasn't that been I know. Happening? I mean, trust That's me, it's so coming. so bizarre to me. It, it Worry must be. not. It must be. But I'm like, yo, Australia, st- step it up. Right? I don't know mm-hmm. how to say that. So, um, I'll yeah. I mean, we're, trust me, we're gonna get a lot of drag races. We're gonna oh, yes. get it. I just hope too much, it, too much. I just hope we we don't reach point ANTM where it truly dis. It just okay, dissipates. Bitch. I would I would appreciate it if you didn't bring up my other favorite show. I know you want to be on top. Uh, you know? I know that that's what you want. But I look. Speaking of cringeworthy moments. <laughs> That's for another podcast, bitch. That's for another podcast. But I will say there are a few moments that make me as uncomfortable as Shandy telling her boyfriend she cheated. Oof. You had sex! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bitch! <laughs> bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are real. Ooh, I could go. Uh, oof. 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 Okay, so me. let's talk. I won't try you. I won't try you. Let's talk about the teams. <laughs> Because yes. I, if I'm saying if I'm remembering correctly, Vonda chooses mm-hmm. Bandit, Angeli, Jean, Jeannie, Jeannie, and Mocha. Yes. Yeah. And then Tormai. all the international queens and Bandit to act as a translator. Very smart on Vonda's part, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A- Angeli is kind of hometown, though, right? Isn't she hometown or is she international? She's home. She's, she's hometown. Yeah, she's hometown, okay. but she could speak English fluently. Right, 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 right. Okay, so Tormai then chooses Kana, Gimkwai, Srimala, and Maya Bihar. Mm-hmm. Okay, work, The other work. girls. The, the other girls. girls. So Bandit's really worried, you know, sh- because she's worried that Jeannie is going to be opinionated about the casting. Right. So right. there's a lot of tension. And you see a clip of Jeannie sort of, like, giving her input, but to me that didn't read as being bossy in any way. So <laughs> I don't totally. know what... I th- but I, I do have a feeling of Bandit, because Bandit is a fashion teacher, of being like, I'm in charge. Like, mm-hmm. and anybody giving their input is seen as, like, a direct attack for Bandit. So I see Bandit's type A personality sort of clash in terms of, like, no, 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 I'm, I'm the leader. Work. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. And then we'll talk about like, okay, we'll kind of talk about this rehearsal mess, but this this rehearsal montage is one of the most chaotic pieces mm. Mm. of film that I don't know if it helped at all in the storytelling. I, I thought mm-hmm. we, we could have just skipped this and gotten actually to see the challenge. Listen, this shit was more chaotic than Tyra Banks hosting Dancing with the Stars, okay? Ooh. Listen, this shit was more chaotic than Kevin and Britt on the CW. This was mm-hmm. 
Ooh, this shit was more chaotic than Fergie singing the national anthem oh. in that basketball game. Oh my God, <laughs> this shit was more chaotic than Lindsay Lohan's recent release, I think called Crack. I think she released a song called Crack. Okay, you win, bitch. You win. Fine. Okay, okay. So look, <laughs> we're going to get into all of that. But first, we have to take a break. Do we have to? Yes, honey. Yes, honey. No, I'm not Pac-Man. I am just a hungry little boy and a hungry little toy. Y'all, feeding yourself is hard. And I gotta say that Factor makes it so easy. I've been enjoying Factor meals for over a year now. They are always fresh. They are never frozen. They come right to my door. They're chef crafted. They're dietitian approved and they're ready to go in just two minutes. I'm serious. Just two minutes in a microwave and they come to life. These meals are so fresh. I love them so much. They're helping me meet my health goals and you can get ones that are calorie smart or protein plus keto. You know, they always have a different plan. They have so many meals that are changing every single week because they make these meals fresh all the time. It's so easy to get all of your needs met quickly. I love picking my factor meals. They have pancakes, smoothies, uh, uh, big old pieces of meat. <laughs> I am kind of a meat boy myself. So I love their seafood options. I love their chicken options. I love their uh, steak options. I uh, Even the pork. Did I say pork? I love every big old piece of meat I can get my mouth on. <laughs> no prep, no mess. Factor is ready to heat and eat. It's helping me feel so good. I feel so satiated. Uh, Oh, I feel so satiated. Oh no, I don't think I need to say that word anymore. I feel so satiated after these meals. Trust me, I've had a lot of meal plans in my past and I always leave the meals feeling hungry and that is so upset. I'm serious, y'all. I am never hungry after a factor meal. That's because, again, dietitians who know what they're doing make these meals that are rich in nutrients. And girl, when you have your nutrients, you leave eating like happy. I, I I feel so happy after I eat these and I it feels so good to know that someone made those choices for me. I didn't have to do the boggle head work of measuring and doing, this might shock you, but I'm not good at that. Factor is the solution for me and I think it can be one for you too. Head to factormeals.com slash dragher50 and use code dragher50 to get 50% off. My God. That's code dragher50 at factormeals.com slash dragher50 to get 50% off. Do it. Get factoring. Get healthy. Who's planning a trip to Provincetown this year? Me. <laughs> Don't run away from me. Listen, if you've been or you've never been, it's time to enjoy life on the wild side. If you take pride in where you travel, then you're ready for a P-Town adventure because P-Town is always an adventure filled with pride. Whether you're queer, straight, or questioning, I love Provincetown. It's so welcoming to everyone. I've had amazing trips there with everyone on the spectrum. It is the place where cultural diversity has a queer home. I love it so much. If you know me, you know I'm really passionate about queer spaces that invite everyone. And Provincetown is one of those harbors of joy, light, stupidity, Drag! If you like glamour, dining, dancing, entertainment, hiking, biking, beaches, and more, go to Provincetown. Don't delay. Book your trip now because, girl, it gets popular. So why don't you join all of us hannies in P-Town this summer? Come on! 
Go, sashay your way to ptowntourism.com, the official guide to Provincetown. That's ptowntourism.com. Bring back my break. Did you, yes, do you like Maggie it Smith. yet? Maggie do you Smith, like it? Yes. yes, the queen, yes. Speaking of Snatch Game. Sponsored post. Sponsored Netflix's post. Netflix's The Crown is now streaming. Now streaming. I need. I haven't seen any of that. You know. Okay, before we work and we talk about anything, did you know there's a show called Slag Wars, hosted by the Cock Destroyers? I'm sorry. There is a new show that's like about to come out. That's like a competitive show where Mm-mm. seven rotted whores. They're liar. all like self-described cock destroyers. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Bitch, go to slagwars.com. Oh my God. There's a no, trailer. Because if not, because you just then made my month then. If, if that is true. I The trailer will blow your top off because oh God, it's somehow about disgusting self- uh, like body positive cock sluts who also have feelings <laughs> and dimension. It is wild. Hosted by our two favorite girls. Hosted by our two favorite oh gals. My oh my God. Our it's Patronuses. Our Patronus. <laughs> oh my God. You have you have to watch the trailer and then we'll I can't talk. wait. Okay. Okay. I got homework. Been, I got homework. You know, do. as as we say on our other podcast, podcast killed the video star. Um, we come <laughs> where can, and where can people follow that? Well, you know, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to oh, it. We'll get oh, to I it. mean, we'll say it more than once, but you know, you can find us wherever podcasts are sold for free <laughs> and you can watch us on Patreon. First step yes. is completely free. We might yes. be on YouTube. We might not. We might not, but we definitely will be on Patreon and wherever you listen to your podcast. So yes. that's podcast killed the video star. Ding. Okay. <laughs> So now we're getting into the haunted dolls. They we don't even talk about them rehearsing it. What's the premise of this? <laughs> Please break I it down for me. What's know. the plot of the haunted dolls? So okay, okay, let's see. Okay, we'll talk about. Should we talk about them? Our our main hosts coming out on the runway first, or should we talk about the the acting challenge? No, let's talk about the acting challenge and then the. Hosts. Okay, great, great. Okay, I think the story is... I see you sweating, Mano. I see you sweating. I am sweating. My understanding is that the story is about a rich woman invites her less, her very much less rich friend (laughs) over to her home where... Question mark? Question mark. It could be a store. It could be her home. (laughs) And um, she is asking if she can have some of the goods. She obviously can't because the rich woman is very selfish and as the less affluent friend leaves, kicking some of the dolls brings their spirit to life. <laughs> there's do- and there's dolls, by the way. And there's dolls. And what? these dolls are mad and they want to kill the rich woman for no but reason. They can be silly. They can be silly sometimes. They're a little funny. They're Star Wars rules. They're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> evil but hilarious. Yes, exactly. Um, that's it. They want to kill them. And then eventually, uh, though the the poorer friend does not think, you know, refuses to believe, in the end, the ghosts win and murder everyone? Question mark. That's inconclusive. That's what I think the story is behind this very strange thing that they seem to not want them to make too funny. Yeah. Because the theme of the week is drama. (laughs) This is so. Yeah, again, again, this is really, this is not what the, 
episode is about. This is just the byproduct of the best part of the episode, which I think is the runway, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So let's just talk about the first team, right? The first team has Bandit playing a plastic surgery loving friend. And I think this was no, the performance. No, Kana, not Bandit. I'm sorry, Kana. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Kana, oh my, my bad. Oh my God, you're confusing the fashion queens. Ooh. Ooh cancel her now. Canceled. I'm sorry, Kana loves plastic surgery. This is the performance of the whole episode for me. Fully agree. Fully agree. This is the best. If I was the judge, I, she would be the winner. She would win the she maxi challenge. She should have fully won the maxi challenge. Mm-hmm. That was so strange. Like I under, I, I'm not even mad at them being like, we're gonna judge runway and this separately. Great, whatever. Kana should have won for the acting. If this was Drag Race US, Kana would be the winner of the of the week's episode. Absolutely, absolutely. Maybe they were like, because, you know, based on what Jeannie has said, they, they're they so into honoring the theme that they felt maybe that performance did not honor the theme of drama. Maybe that's it? I mean, okay, I get I mean, weird flex, but okay. I know, comedy is drama, and, like, it should be just, it should get the same love, but it's not in this moment, so... Mm-mm. Whatever, Tormai plays that rich woman who just loves her own purses so much she kisses and hugs them. <laughs> Boring. Boring. And then Gimhui is the doll that first transforms into a human form. Yes. Like this Fun. look. Loved it. I like love, the look. Love Gimhui. Listen, to me, Gimhui can do no wrong. <laughs> this bare, I know, this bare-chested sort of large golden baby is a very yes. cool look. And the white makeup, too. That must have taken so long. And then she put like a hairy mole on it. I mean, there's there's thought to detail that Game White does that most queens just do not think about. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, she looks fine. And then Srimala. (laughs) Oh, no. I bless her heart. Bless Bless her little, little, little heart. Bless her hearts. Also, bless the hearts. uh, Bless the hearts on Fox. Um, Watch it. uh, Sunday Sunday on Fox. Animation. Domination. I'm on the show. (laughs) She's she's on the show. Listen to it. So, okay. So, so she plays this sort of weird stabby ghost. She has, and. and, and But explain to me why she was wearing boy jeans. uh, Did you clock those man pants um, she had on? I'm looking at and her <laughs> underwear showing her literal underwear showing. She was running around trying to stab. <laughs> okay. Kana. I will say her the grudge girl makeup is very good. Her, her the makeup is great. Girl, it's neck great. up stunning, but stunning. the fuck is going on downstairs, Srimala? I love you. Yeah, You're my sister, but girl. Yeah, I would have docked major points for that lazy ass look you got. It is pretty lazy, goofy. I mean, but I don't understand what's happening in this sketch because I guess these little ghost dolls just want to kill and I don't know why they would they want to kill. Great. Okay. There's no, yeah. But you know what? That's that's for the prequel. We got to watch the prequel of the what haunted I, dolls. <laughs> what I do like about this is that I think, I'm pretty sure Srimala stabs her, the rich woman in the pussy at some point. Yeah. Yes, and there's... Oh my God, the way that this this is shot, it just feels like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon because yes. the sound effects are just off the yes. wall. The the framing of the sound effects, <laughs> effects make Scooby-Doo seem grounded. They are, 
so crazy. And at, at also, yes, it made it made like the Flintstones be like Hulu's a teacher, <laughs> which is also very controversial. My very God. controversial, very controversial. Because that whole show is like the show. The whole show is like horny, cummy teacher fucking. And I mean, end, it is. It's grooming yeah. is what it is. It's, it's like grooming. it's heterosexual grooming, which is a problem. But then they're like, hey, guys, this is with one disclaimer at the end. They're like, this is really serious. And this mm-hmm. the show you saw about sex wasn't sexy. So um, like go to this website so you can learn more. It's like, yeah, well, then why yeah. did you make the show? I, <laughs> like, I mean, oh, Lord. Why'd you make it all sexy? Because the genders are different. It's a girl being a predator and not the boy. And that never happens. That's a problem. Anyway, so that's the vibe you get when you watch the Flintstones compared to this (laughs) haunted dolls clip. (laughs) Exactly the point I wanted to make. So whatever. You you that happens. She spits blood. Great. Awesome work. The second team does the same thing. Angeli is uh, more of a sweet friend than a plastic yes. surgery friend. She's just sort Nuanced of a sweet friend. Performance. Yeah. And Vonda looks great. You know, she looks Vonda's kind incredible. of like, she looks kind of like Beetlejuicy to me. Like, uh, yeah, she does. You know, like a Lydia, Lydia's that. sister, if you will. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that look a lot. Yeah, Mocha. chlamydia. Yeah, chlamydia Ooh, deeds. Chlamydia deeds. <laughs> mm-hmm. You fucking rotted bitch. Um, <laughs> was it was it fun for you being in the movie when you got to play the um, the wedding officiant? Was that a fun role for you to play? <laughs> oh my gosh! And I love your hands when they came out of that bowl in the in that in that climactic scene. Thank Just you. Really great. I could Thank tell that you, you didn't lotion, obviously. Thank but you. That was the point. That was well. Point. I was gonna say it's so great that makeup had to do nothing. To get the look they wanted from you. I think that was really great. <laughs> you cut. Okay. Um, Mocha is a weird doll. Okay. Sure. Whatever. Mm, sure. And then she looks Je- fine. She looks fine. But I will say the looks of Jeannie and um, who's playing the corpse bride? Um, um, uh, <laughs> is it? I don't know. No one knows. Oh my knows. God. I for- truly forgettable. Truly forgettable. I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like when you cover up your face, I can't tell who you are. Oh, it was Bandit. It was Bandit. 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 With like that weird, yeah, Tim Tim Burton corpse bride look. Yes. Now, uh, I would say, yeah, Mocha's look is kind of the worst, right? A hundred percent. I mean, Genie's was, Genie's was like actually serviceable and Bandit's was uh, creative. You know, Uh I was a little confused as to why the eyeballs had to be there, but- um, Mm -hmm. But this, yeah, Mocha was a little like, huh? What? Okay, okay. Whatever. To use more improv verbiage, this really felt like a an, a group game with no leader. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. A, a group scene with no leader, like yeah, just at, like at UCB, it's called a mono group game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't know that? That oh. I oh, no one shit. told me okay. that. Oh my god! Wow. No one told me oh, that. Really? No oh, one told oh me my that. Gosh, that's oh, because that's in the curriculum. That's oh, it's oh the curriculum. Shit. Oh my it's god. <laughs> well, you know what they call a scene with a lot of confidence and, and a lot of confidence, but no like no substance. 
<laughs> you know what they call it. I don't, I, don't, I don't even, I don't even have the time to tell you, you know what they call it. So, um, this is wild. I will say what's, what the only fun thing that happened to me in this scene is when Vonda screams, they're gonna kill me. They want to <laughs> eat my pussy. Yes. Yes. That is the best part. <laughs> What is happening? And you know that wasn't in the Thai version. That was her just squeezing that in there. Yeah, that was her squeezing that in there. This is bad. And I am shocked that this team won because I think I, mean, I genuinely they're both think bad, Mono. They're both bad. I both genuinely thought this one bad. was worse. I genuinely did because there's I less there's to me, there's less commitment here. There's less there's more of a gray blurred line on what's happening. Mm. The characters are less distinct. I did not. This one was not the winner for me. Okay. Well, how does it feel like to be wrong? Because I disagree. And right. the reason why they did win. Feels is good to be wrong. The Feels good. Okay. The char- yeah, you should know. Um, the characters <laughs> are well, like better developed. I think that the ghost had their own personality and there wasn't any sloppy looks. Mm-hmm. Except maybe for Mocha, but there wasn't no real sloppy looks like Srimala's <laughs> sloppy look in the first uh-huh. half. Sure. And I think Angeli's performance was nuanced enough, and Vonda just looked truly the best out of anyone right. in that challenge. So um, the only thing that was working for the first team was that um, uh, Kana was in there, but you know, the judges hate Kana, I guess. So you yeah, know, keep it moving. Well, I mean, I will say you probably have more expertise on this. Because, you know, as someone who's been What's on she gonna say? What is she going to say? What the fuck is she going to say to me? Someone who's been ghosted. What trash is she going to For someone who's been ghosted on dozens mm-hmm. of grinder dates, you <laughs> probably have a lot more experience with ghosts. So I, I have to defer <laughs> to your expertise You know what, bitch? What? The truth hurts, okay? <laughs> the truth hurts. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Agree to disagree. I do think, I just think Mocha looks hot. I, I, uh, I you just, mean in the runway or in general? I, I mean, his ghost look is just him in tiny <laughs> booty shorts. It, he does have no, thighs for days. My God. Th- th- those, th- 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 those thighs. Those thighs could fucking fill the Grand Canyon, ma'am. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Okay. So now we can talk about the runway. Um, this runway happens. Uh, it starts with, of course, Art Aria and Pangina coming out and what seems to be a silver screen motif. It seems yes, like that's like, what they're doing. I think quite literally silver. Exactly. Screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did not like Art's look. Me neither. It's it was not, a little lazy to me. It was not it. It was. I know, which is shocking because Art is always stunning. And this was a bit of a miss. A boot for sure. It was a boot for sure. It was some, it was some Kylie Minogue scraps. It was not good. You know what it was? It was what the princess wore. Girl. You know exactly what I'm talking about. When she went home, when she lip synced against Dita. Uh Uh-huh. That was the vibe. That was it. And this is where the big rhinestones are messy. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know what happened with art, uh-uh. but you know, Pangina brought it as always. Pangina looks pretty great. I yeah, she looks great. It's not the number one best thing she's worn, but no, it's, but everything she wears good. is like a a twenty out of ten. But this yeah. one was like a ten out of ten for me. You're right. It's good. It's good, and like, it's good, and it just looks the 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 short hair works because everything yeah. else is popping with a gigantic fan. 
mm-hmm. collar and the sort of sexy Mighty Morphin Power Ranger pantsuit. It's cool. It's really cool. I love it. Love, love, love. Okay, now we can talk because this runway is Hollywood themed. Holly. Yes. Wait, but then there was that other judge that was in drag as well. Yes. I didn't know who that person was, so forgive me. I didn't know who he was. I, I also did not know exactly who they were, but I think he, if I'm not mistaken, it was one of the face men who was then put into drag. Is that gotcha. possible? Okay, maybe, but the gag, I mean, a lot of people gagged because it's like, this person does not do drag normally, and mm-hmm. they did drag for the show, which actually would be nice, like a nice little takeaway for the American audiences to maybe mm-hmm. have them typically male. I mean, I guess that's what like drag, celebrity drag race was supposed to do, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. But let's not, let's have these judges dress in drag once in let's a while. Let's have them dress in the drags. Um, and yeah, the only, only thing I could say is, but this was not really that big of a deal, but in the workroom, Angeli is worried about how the challenge went. Vonda talks about being a police yes. worker. And Mocha talks about how the community is pretty shitty towards drag queens. All facts. All facts. Yes. True. Yes. I wonder what it's like in Thailand. You know what I mean? Because like, I think here in America, we're rounding the corner a little bit on, you know what I mean? Because drag drag is so sexy now or like drag Mm. queens are very sexy in the queer community and you know people want to fuck them now i wonder if that's changed in thailand or not i mean do you remember season one and two of drag race us when all they could talk about was how weird it was to find somebody who would date drag queens you know like that mm-hmm. was like the storylines of that in those two right. seasons entirely. Like, oh my god! And like, there's some, of course, re- I'm sure she regrets it. There's some regrettable moments in like old Untucked, and like when Jiggly in season four yes. is like dating another drag queen is gross. That is gross. Yes. That is gross to me. That is what I said, and it's like, oh, girl, girl, girl. I know. Really, it has not aged very well. But, you know, I think also there's something to be said about, regardless of where we are, there is that idea of fetishist. fetishist oh, girl. she's trying to say a long word. I can't speak. Oh, my oh, God. She's you know, trying English to say is, a $2 English word. is my second language, so. Okay, excuses. Fetishizing, fetishizing okay. the drag community. You know, there is that reality that happens. So in terms of turning the corner, yes. But there's also a part of me that is like, how much of that is fetishizing? It's especially because, you know, we both can speak on that being mm-hmm. POC and then, you know, in the dating world and being like, okay, well, how much of this is your genuine interest in me and how much of this is you fetishizing caramel skin, honey? Yeah. And I mean, uh, let's talk about that just a little bit because I have only dated POC mm-hmm. personally. And I'm, I think it's safe to say it's because we know what it feels like to just be outside of that, mm-hmm. of what we, the gay experience is truly the gay white experience or, you know what I mean? Or like Speak what we see, it. what we see on TV. And like, when you think about queer shows, um, it, queer, queer as folk, especially it's like when you think about queer narratives, they're really only explored from the white gay experience and they're rarely they're rarely given to poc and now we're seeing it a little bit with pose um but we're also seeing some of the problems that come with that because it's like white gays get to be happy and rich and if you're a poc gay you're gonna have aids on a tv show (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah or you're like just a a decoration for because you know 
there are POC in those like white gay shows, but they're always seen as sort of like the supporting, mm-hmm. the Christmas ornament. You know what I mean? Just like mm-hmm. very sort of like uh, I would say peripheral characters. Mm-hmm. So us as gay POC, we've sort of been accustomed and trained by media to act like peripheral characters in a white narrative space. Totally. That's why shows like Noah's Ark that was on Logo mm-hmm. was so transformative for me as a young gay because the norm was black men, mm-hmm. black gay men talking about their experience. And to me, that was like completely revolutionary and is a big part of why I owned my queer POC self. You know, yeah, it's to shows and, and like that. And that show is given very little credit, obviously. Very, I mean, none. Un, unjustly so. It's it's a tragedy. How many of y'all listeners know Noah's Ark? I Hit mean, me up. Let me know. Right? And if you don't, do your research. It is life-changing, especially if you're a POC queer person. Like, it is truly life-changing. Work. Maybe I it agree. might not have aged as well. I don't know. It's like, been a while, obviously, but still important. Well, just like any of those shows, I mean, look, there are moments that are goofy doofy. There are moments, Mm -hmm. you know, that any show like that, that is about, uh, that trivializes, you know, love and relationships like Sex in the City, blah, blah, blah. Yes. There are moments that have not aged perfectly, but so what? Everyone deserves to like have that show that, uh, especially in an experience that they can relate to. But I think we're talking about visibility and visibility, visibility is very important. Work. For all Uh, people, for all people. And I'm not just talking about POC. I'm talking about differently abled as well. Like we need more of that. We need more of that. And that was part of a segment we like to call the more you gag. (laughs) Oops, oops, oops. Oh, yikes. Can we auto tune that? (laughs) Ferris, any way to do that? Bitch, if Paris Hilton can release an album, right. so could you. Thank so, you. It's possible. Even then the stars are blindly. That song's a bop, not gonna lie. Blind. That song is really you good. You would, you would. <laughs> it's a good song. I don't fucking care. I'm gonna <laughs> say it. That song is good. Not great. It's good, period. It's good. Okay, period. Let's talk about this Hollywood runway because this is an incredible runway top to bottom. Love it. And the theme is Hollywood. Hollywood. Which is your favorite Madonna song ever created? How? Oh my God! Really? Really? Everybody comes to Hollywood. Seems like it's your favorite song. That's <laughs> that, what it sounds like to me. Do you remember how the song ends? It's like push the button, don't push the button. Oh trip my the station, God! Change the channel. Era, what era of Madonna was that? This is American. This is right. It was when she released America, her cover of American Pie. So it's um, post Beautiful what? Stranger. What album um, was that? It was not good. It was not good. Was that a was Burning Up pre, era? It's pre Burning Up. Pre Burning Up. Okay. So we were like, I don't know about it. And then Confessions on the Dance Floor took us out. And that's I the mean, Burning Up. That is, yeah, that is an incredible album. Because that song is album. actually good. That whole album. Okay, 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 okay. Maya Bijarro giving us Maleficent. Maleficent, which is like. It's great. So stunning. The firework is so impressive. And guess what? The judges were not gagged. What? Gagged me. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? Her hands are burning. (laughs) Your hands are on fire and they don't give a shit. 
What is it's happening? So it's so crazy. Okay, so on one hand, she fucking set her fucking hands on fire. That shit is hard to do, especially with a drag queen and your whole body isn't burning up either. Right? The amount of product that's on your fucking face, like, oh my God, so much could go wrong. So much Number could two, go wrong. On the other hand, Maleficent drag is such a go-to in yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. queen community. Maleficent Dr- Maleficent for drag queens is like Harley Quinn for straight women. It's like that's you know what? It's the first thing that you said that was correct. <laughs> I'll fucking take it because you're right in your that, entire fucking that life. I'll fucking Mana. take it because <laughs> I take my wins. I don't dwell on my losses. Um, <laughs> it shows, bitch. It shows. Oh, you cunt. So. Well, when when you win something, let me know. I want to be there. I want to be there. I want to be your cheerleader. Um, <laughs> okay, so maybe that's it. They were just like Maleficent, really, girl. I think so. Yeah, I think that was what did her in. Because she could have been anybody. Also, when did Maleficent ever set anything on fire? I don't know if she ever has. <laughs> Um, well, no, that's not true. Is it because at the end of Sleeping Beauty, she plays like a fire dragon, remember? Like a dragon? Why can't she be a dragon? Well, girl, she's trying. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it seems like the Thai judges were not into that at they all. They were not. Trying is not good enough for them. For me, it's a chirp, though. I think this is good. I think I agree. Good. Even though Maleficent Drag is a big old yawn. Yeah. The, My- the, the stunt was pulled, and the I was The stunt was pulled, it. and the page was had. Mm-hmm. So next is Bandit, and she's giving us three different movies in one, which is incredible. I mean, unbelievable. Ghost, Ghost in, in the, the Shell. Shell. Last Kill Samurai. Bill. Kill Bill. Last exactly. Samurai. Yeah. Unbelievable. And I think it's pretty clever to do Japanese movies in the Hollywood lens. Mm-hmm. There's something quite interesting about an Asian person taking white movies about Asian culture and then sort of like, co-opting that i just think it's actually very very brilliant that's um, interesting because i mean like obviously yeah that is actually inter- interesting um because that mean, whole thing with ghost in the shell with scarlett johansson it was like all right. whitewashed and stuff like i think there's power in bandits showing up and being like i'm an asian person like actually doing she could be asian. honoring the original ghost in the shell but either way oh, the anime that is true that's a good that's point. that that that's a good one but that's not technically Hollywood. See, I would have docked points. It's like that anime is not Hollywood. Interesting. It's, it's Japanese anime, so you would have docked. You are su- you are such that judge. You are such. Listen, a- listen. You got to come correct or don't come at all. Come at all. So uh, I I love the graphic face makeup. It alludes to love it. The rising sun flag. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Um, yes. This is a and also chirp. the fact that she walked like she was wearing sneakers. She was wearing flats and walked like she was wearing high heel shoes. Yeah. Chirp. Chirp, 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 chirp. Next, we have Mocha. Mocha Diva. And sh- Mocha Diva giving us what exactly? I don't know. I mean, it it, it reminds me of I, iconography I've seen in like Thai um, but folklore. But Hollywood. See, that's what I'm saying. It's not quite- It's a cute look. I mean, don't get me wrong. She looks absolutely stunning, but- the bitch did not meet the requirements. They love it. They fucking love it. And they love, they gags. But I was like, yo, where was that? When Maya Bihara was like lighting her fucking ass on fire. They're calling it queen of the damned, but I don't remember Girl, what that. Damned? What damn with the wings? What damn? I don't remember Akasha, queen of the damned uh, wearing where? that 
anything where, like that. Bitch, where, where, the hit, where was the hit movements, huh? I don't know. Thank you claim you. to be queen of the damned. Walk like your motherfucking Aaliyah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They gave her a big pass and I don't know mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. Kana warrior. Okay. <laughs> this is funny. This is kind of funny and confusing because she comes out <laughs> with a Darth Vader <laughs> moment. <laughs> And then she's holding a lightsaber and she has a Voldemort face. Okay. Yes. It's a little bit Clash of the Franchises. <laughs> it's a Clash of the Franchises. I mean, and those- a lot of the shade was given to the fact that it was very cosplay and not enough fashion. Which, uh-huh. do you agree or disagree? You know, I, I do think the bottom, I don't know. I liked it. I mean, to me, she should have absolutely been safe because if, if yes. not... Absolutely safe, if not winning part of it, because she met the challenge. This is Hollywood. Like, yes. And also giving us a twist. Like, it wasn't just a Darth Vader and Voldemort look. It had the crown had like her neck piece had like black roses on it. Like she elevated the look in a way. And the bitch looks stunning. Don't totally dare tell me she looked bad. Totally. The, 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 The prosthetic she had on her face. Up close, you could see some of the creases and crinkles, but from mm-hmm. far, that bitch was Voldemort, bitch. That yeah. was bitch. That was Voldemort in a motherfucking dress, and I was living for it. It was great. It was. I mean, the I way just... they did her dirty. I mean, I can't believe the the nerve. The nerve. I the wonder nerve. if she just had. This is hard to brainstorm, but if if it was more clearly half Harry Potter, half Star Wars, maybe that would have sold it even more. If it was like even more clearly, like I am giving you these two franchises together, I think you know the choice. the The way she met messed the she messed up because she put them together. She should have just done a clear Voldemort look without yeah. the helmet and just give us yes. a wand instead of a lightsaber yes. or yes. Darth Vader with his like weird pockmarked face at See? the end of the sixth movie. Yeah, with the lightsaber and the mask, like. That they would, both would have worked. That would have totally weirdly worked. Yeah. If she but she, did got, the too weird, too she got too ambitious. Too ambitious. She got too she excited. Too yeah. I'm still going to chirp it because I like it. That's his chirp with a capital C. I want to say that was one of the best looks. I loved to be it. With you. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Srimala is giving us <laughs> Lion King. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. It's cute. It's cute. It's a cute look. I mean, I like it, but very much like I agreed with the judges. It's just it looks like a broom end at the top. Yeah, <laughs> it is one of the better things she's worn. But hundred percent, just like man, just like bag of chips, she gets a pass because she gets a huge pass. Yeah, they just like her. They just think she's fun because I mean, it's there's there's some shape issues. Yeah, I mean, I like the intention. She's given us a Julie Taymor version of The Lion King. Oh, but yeah. That bit, if the challenge was Broadway, uh, yep, props to you. But this right. is Hollywood. Give us either a CGI'd, fake-ass symbol look. Right. Or give us a Nina Bonina Brown two-dimensional drawing of motherfucking right. Simba. Okay? And, like, give me more Bibi Zahara Bene. Give me more... Without, appro- without appropriating, of course. Without appropriating, maybe too, maybe that's too late. <laughs> I mean, give me lion, give me tigress on the runway. Mm-hmm. You know, well, give me lion or give me tigress, bitch. Make up your mind. Like what? What? You giving me missed oh signals? Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, are you seriously coming for me because <laughs> of those two words? 
Are you really? Well, it just seems like it's a Darth Vader Voldemort moment that you just gave me. Okay. Is it lion or is it tiger, bitch? Okay, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just- What do you want me to bring to the runway? Maybe I'm just fetishishishing. Why she gotta dig it? She really really loves stretching below the belt, doesn't she? She Fetishishy. Wow, she really, (laughs) damn, she really does love- Punching me in the motherfucking balls, huh? I would love to. I, I that's what I live for. That's what I do. <laughs> um, so Jeannie. Okay, Jeannie's giving us, she says it's Sherlock Holmes. Look, it's Where? gorgeous. <laughs> Where? Look. Stunning. I would say the best she's has ever looked. That outfit is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. It's like Pink a weird reinvention. Tooth. Exactly. Yes. Stole it's the gorgeous. words right out of my mouth. But bitch, where? Yeah. Sherlock Holmes, where? Yeah. In the magnifying glass? Come on. I mean, it's the magnifying. It's just a it's just a stunning dress and then a magnifying glass. She should have just said, she should have just said, I'm giving you Sherlock gnomes. <laughs> and been like, and everyone be like, okay, I guess, since I've never seen that movie, she must be Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> you fucking Yeah, you're a really big fan of the sequel, right? Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I mean, tell me why that. No, both. No, Sherlock Gnomes was the sequel for Romeo uh, and Juliet. Basically. Ew. So come correct. So Ew. come correct. Ew. So come correct. If you're going to come for me, you come that. correct. I can't I don't, you know believe. What? You look stupid. I am. You oh, look stupid. I am you so know what? embarrassed for you. You look I am stupid. So embarrassed Let the record you. show. Mono looks stupid. You're right. You're right. Everyone, else, everyone is going to know that immediately. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like. Gonna know the chronological order of the gnome movies. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. Next is Vanda. Miss Joachim. Yes. Coming in with an Audrey Hepburn look, Breakfast at Tiffany, and then there's like caution tape, which I was like, huh? Huh? Yeah, I was a little huh. I was like, did 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 Homegirl get murdered? <laughs> Right? I mean, if you're going to be Natalie Wood, be Natalie Wood. Don't get me. Damn, she really got to go there. Damn. She went there. And then she becomes Betty Boop, I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. I mean, I like the idea of it. And the, and the judges fucking loved it. But to me, this is, again, another thing of like the Voldemort Darth Vader Yes. Hashtag. Yes. Yes. It's like, well, are you Audrey Hepburn or are you Betty Boop? Come with, come to me with a Betty Boop look. Yeah. What's the story? I uh, yeah. It was I, weird. I was. It was weird that she gets props for this and Kana gets absolutely dinged for the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 They just love Betty fucking Boop. So next is Miss Gimwai. Oh, girl, giving us I mad mean, Maxine. The star. The actual wow. star. On a real scooter with the I mean, skull no face. question, right? Like, she, the bitch won this challenge a mile yeah. away. It was awesome. It she was, gave us presentation. She did. Uh, she gave us a reveal even. Right? She fucking built a, a big bike thing out of a little razor. I can't believe it. And the hair was really cool. This, like, white. The white. whole look stuff. I don't even understand what's happening. So, like, she has, like, glow sticks and, like, smoke coming out of her. Yeah, so, like, fire. It's supposed to, like, exude fire or something. Yeah. Like a car or whatever. Wow. But she looks like a red post-apocalyptic biker chick. And, you know, I stand. I stand every second of it. The high ponytail. The oh, skull so makeup. 
Yep, the right the right queen run won the whole runway, so that was good. That Agreed. Was good. Work next is Miss on. It's a chirp. It's a chirp. Duh. Anjali Anang coming up yeah. as Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> dot dot dot. Mm. Dot dot mm. dot. What do we What do we think now, here? Now look. Does she look absolutely beautiful? Yeah. No question. No question. She does, but. Is and she's soft. I mean, look, the details are right. I mean, she's giving you real. She's giving you. She's going for realness. No fantasy here. There is no fantasy. That is, but against everyone else on the runway. Also, like Beyonce, Hollywood. To me, it just feels like what? Right. Give us Beyonce in Cadillac Records. Give us a. Give us Beyonce in Dreamgirls. Dream Girls. Give us Beyonce in, in yes, maybe even Lion King. Give uh, us Beyonce in, in uh, Gold, gold Member. Uh huh. You know, give yeah. us. Oh my God! What was that movie that she did with Ellie Landry? Girl, Revenge. I don't know. Oh, oh, girl, shut the fuck up! This is gay canon, bitch. Shut the fuck uh, up. The one where you shut you shut your fucking where mouth. She f- but Allie Landry, oh my God, I'm, a, yeah, I'm is that so like mad. I'm truly embarrassed. I know the is movie. It revenge? Is it it's revenge? like a no. Lifetime movie, and then wow. it's like she's it's stupid. Like, now you're really, now you're really showing your girl to, I'm, to the people. <laughs> now you're really showing. It your is ignorance. like a Lifetime movie. If you listen to what I'm saying, it is like oh, a Lifetime listening. movie. Oh, I'm a bitch. The and world it's like is listening. about domestic disputes or some shit. It, no, that's not enough. That's J Lo, bitch. <laughs> I hate you. whatever (laughs) this is unfortunate i mean i still want to chirp it but i'm gonna burp it because i have to burp something this is a burp yeah oh i don't know i like the way she yeah she looks absolutely incredible is why i'm thinking about chirping but i'm just gonna burp it to be fair to the work everyone else put in and she looks like the cover of what was that beyonce album dangerously in love dangerously in love i want to say yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds, oh, sounds right. It's obsessed. It's called obsessed. 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 Okay, obsessed. Work. Beyonce work. movie obsessed. Work. She could have done that. She could have done that. Anyway. She could have done that and everyone would have been like, oh, that's Beyonce <laughs> from obsessed. Everyone good. Everyone would, bitch. Everyone Every would. single person. You're right. So wait, whatever. It's a, bur- a chirp or a burp for you. Uh, I'm going to burp it because it just didn't meet the requirements. Right. Right. But she looks stunning and she's amazing. And apparently, wait, and apparently Angeli does do Beyonce drag. Like, that's what she does. That makes sense. That makes sense. Which is like, okay, well, th- that's showing off your Beyonce skills. That is, that makes sense. It's pretty good. Pretty good. So finally, we have Tormai giving us an Audrey type thing on this weird carpet she's rolled out for herself. And then she walks away as the Oscar statue. This wasn't it for me. I mean, it's a chirp. Can we just keep it moving? There's no, really nothing. There's really nothing to add here. Just but chirp. it's a chirp for you. I mean, not chirp. I'm sorry, burp. Thank you. It's a burp. A big old burp. I it's mean, a burp, and they gagged. They were like, "Yes, this is it. We love it. You're safe." <sighs> like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> she would have been in the bottom for me. Totally. So here we go. Angelie is down on her feelings. She's sick of the stunts. Pangina's mm-hmm. faves are Mocha and Kim Kwai. Um, the runway winner is, in fact, Kim Kwai. Correct. Yay! Yeah. Now, now they're ta- they're calling Team International Team Thai. Team International wins, which I disagree mm-hmm. with, but you don't. And I don't. They praise them. 
Gimhwai is safe because she won the runway. Srimala mm-hmm. and Kana. Oh, then they ask each other who should go home. Yeah. Srimala and Kana Dude. both say Maya Bihado. Ooh, they're coming for Maya. I mean, this ain't the first time it's happening. Maya was picked last in the challenge, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And Maya is, Maya's, it's, it breaks my heart when she says herself. Ugh. I know, I hate it when queens do that. It's just like, well then, okay, you are going home. You are going home. So now we have another tortured moment where they say Anjali would have been lip syncing, but is not. I mean, what a gag. And it's Kana that goes in the bottom two instead. Oh. <gasps> oh and oh Tormai is safe for what reason? I can't tell you. God only, truly, God only knows. Because both, they both should have been safe, but at the very least, one of these bottom two should have been safe on their better runway. They had better runways. Agree. She put her hands Fully on agree. fire. <laughs> I, it, it, again, this is the stunt that Jeannie was warning us about. Like, oh. we are able to see the freaking wires on the marionettes. Like, yes. okay, we're seeing, we're seeing the producers being like, you know what? We're going to make the choices because everyone is so good. We're just going to pick who we need to go home. Totally. And nothing is more relevant than what happens after the lip sync, which is. Okay. Because, okay, the lip sync is great. I think Kana slays it. Maya's Oh hairless. my God. You know, but Maya surprised me with how good she did. Um, but come on, that was kind of kind of pissed all over that fucking. Kind of did it. Kind of did it. She really, really, really did. Maya's looking you know into the how camera fucking too much. Hard it is to lip sync against a in a, in like a prosthetic. I know. I've done know. it before, bitch, and that shit is hard. Crazy, you know. And for Kana to do it and see it looks so flawless and perfect. Ooh, girl, I'm Crazy. furious. I'm so mad right now. Why can't they Mm-mm. just be like, if you're going to keep putting her in the bottom and she keeps killing it and she did good in the main, st- why are we cutting her? Well, you know, Art said it. Art was like, this is your third time. You're going. Right. And of course, that, they it cut was like them. simply put like this yeah. is your third time in the bottom. You're going home. Even though, you know, mm, and they cut them both and it's very emotional it is because they both did well it's like that's the crazy thing is that they both did they weren't no charlie high you know what i mean that's like that's it ooh, the bar is so high in drag race thailand that like even doing your best can still send you home yeah yeah man it is fucking wild it is too crazy um mm-hmm. i hated it but it was good TV. It was uh, made look seeing how them grace, be emotional. Look how gracious Kana was. Yeah. Because you know I'd have been. Ooh, I would have been. Ooh, I would have been. So, ooh, I would. Mm, you wouldn't know. I'd be you dragging have, hair. I'd be like, no, right. no, no, no. You're going to get me. No. You're it is have a known to kill fact me first to drag me out of here. That you have no class and no manners. Hell no. Not no when class, I know I did well. No Hell manners. No. Um, yeah, absolutely not. You when you don't are. treat me with respect, hell no. I will shit on this stage. <laughs> you want to get rid of me? Fine, but my feces is staying. <laughs> my feces is, cu- I'll tell you what, my feces is going to do a death drop on the main stage and you will yes. remember. Um, I love it. I love it. Wow. Now we're going to see what happens next, Oscar. You are right. This is a true gaggy season. Thank you for talking with us on this really fun, stupid time on Drag Her. I want y'all to- I'm so excited. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That would be the best. 
Leave an mm-hmm. unpopular opinion if you want to in the review. We'll talk and about again, it. Leave also add a cringe the cringiest moment in Drag Race history. Do that too. Do that too. I'll That's read canon one really. Now. That is canon. I'm gonna re- read one review, which is really nice, left by CGRHR, and Work. it says very fun. You're gonna like this, Oscar. It says five stars. Very funny. The show is so freaking funny, especially when Mono is joined by Nicole or Oscar. Oh my God. <gasps> Thank you for Do making you me cry. Do you hear that? Thank you for making me cry laugh today. Thank you for listening. Oh Isn't my God, fun? so sweet. You know what? I should find, I'll be a regular co-host. Fine, fine, <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Fine, fine, <laughs> it's settled. Let me, I'll be in touch. My lawyers will be in touch. Fine. I'll um, have my people talk to your people. Fine, fine, okay. Uh, which once again, your people are, this is the customer service crew at Ross Dress for Less. But, but, and, but like, but why are you, but why though? But why? But why, why? See, are I'm you doing you, she this? Loves, damn, she loves to fucking, ooh. <laughs> she's below the belt. She's so this me, girl you got know, her boxing gloves on. Ooh, she can't um, wait to punch. All kidding aside, you are uh, you are my sister. I love you I love deeply. You. I l- and I do hate how much I love you. <laughs> Me too. Love Me too. that. The feeling is mutual. Feelings mutual. Honey, what do you want to plug before we go, Oski? You know, it's a little podcast that I started with my worst enemy, Mono Agapian. <laughs> it's called Podcast Kill the Video Star. Ah! It is a music video podcast true where we try to find the definitive top 100 music videos of all time it's a big task and we cannot do it alone that's why we ask the listeners to vote for which of the three videos featured in every episode gets to make it to the top 100 list so it's an interactive podcast so follow us at podcast killed the video star on instagram and also on Patreon, and also wherever you listen to your podcast. Yep, you can vote right now on our Instagram for which video of the first week is your favorite. You can watch the first week's video totally free. Mm -hmm. Um, Just find us on Instagram. I'm at Mono Agapian, and Oscar's at Ozzymo. O-Z-Z-Y-M-O. Yes! Um, Well, that's it. That's the gag of the season. And till next week. Bye, bitch. Bye! Stella had to throw some shade Kiki with the gaze It's time to drag her Time to drag her Drag her That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>